following podcast contains strong language and adult themes, including discussions around gambling and physical violence. Sounds great, doesn't it? But if that doesn't sound like your cup of tea, feel free to put on a less entertaining and less insightful podcast of your choosing. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. The best present you could have asked for is here. It's the very first Octagon Odd annual awards. Woo! Brilliant. And I think the best thing about it is we're all in the same room for the very first time. Really? George Hardy's here, Ross Bowman's here, Adam Russell's here. As always, welcome boys. First of all, how was your Christmas? Uh, yeah, it was unreal to be fair. I've had a really nice Christmas. Um, obviously it's nice being off work and, and all that. And Christmas days, always a good feed and yeah. Yeah, it's nice to just have some time off and chill over Christmas, innit? And um, obviously, Hardy brings in the big bucks for Christmas, so... <laughs> well, the last, the last UFC event, it's been, it feels like it's been ancient, it was only the 19th of December, uh, the last event, and obviously it was Derek Lewis against Chris Dawkins. Yeah, it, seems a while, it seems ages ago, that. It's, I tell you what, it's a long time to the next one as well, is it not? It's not to the 17th of January, is it? We're not addicted or anything, <laughs> counting well, the days. I've got all the news, Adam scratching his arm. <laughs> It's 22 days till yeah. sweats have started already. I'd happily admit I am addicted, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here tonight in the same room um, for the first time to dish out the very first Octagon Odds end of year awards. And what a year it's been for UFC and what a year it's been for MMA. Um, I believe there's been 43 cards in the UFC this year, 13 numbered events um, in 12 months. We're going to look back on some of our favourite moments, some of our favourite cards, some of our favourite performances. Um, and we've got, what, 10 awards to go through, um, probably at least six arguments, I would say, within that. Um, it should be a good night, boys. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Absolutely. me too. It's nice that we're all here together, as you said. Yeah. Uh, might bring a nice new vibe to it. But, uh, yeah, it's all merry and filled with cheese and wine. Japanese whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese whiskey. We were... Uh, Sipping on the whiskey on the apart from Ross is on the fruit side. Please, obviously, yeah. drink, drinking yeah, gamble responsibly, guy. of course. Not a whiskey yeah. guy, me. I'll just stay on tinnies responsibly. Um, and to be honest, the first award award of the night had to be given to one of us. So the first award we're going to do is the Octagon Arts Bet of the Year. And obviously, I've got the spreadsheet in front of me, um, as always. And there's three nominees, one of which could not have come any later than it did. Um, so we'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my own first, because mine was the, the least recent in terms of the biggest bet. Um, it was an eight to one, six fold back at UFC 268. So it was Ian Gary, Bobby Green, Alex Pereira, Marlon Vera, Justin Gaethje, and Kamara Usman all to win. Um, at eight to one. Well, that was your biggest bet yeah, of the that, year. Yeah, that was my biggest winner of the year. I put plenty um, big losers up, but yeah, that was that yeah, was my eight, biggest. Eight to one's a nice win, definitely. Yeah, I know that, that it's, it's not, not not too bad, really, isn't it? Nothing to snuff at, is it? Not I mean, too bad. Anytime you land a sixfold on the card, yeah, you pretty well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I would say, in terms of difficulty of card, I think UFC two sixty eight was one of the easier ones to call like, I think we've seen some very tough cards to call on so far especially in the especially in the latter half of the year yeah it's been I mean I take we've said I think uh, we said a lot in in, in the uh, in the episodes we did for those ones it was like 
a lot of time we were like, oh, I don't want to call that one because it's going to go either way, or we don't really know. Or yeah. I'd do the thing where I put a bet on both and then just whatever, lose both. Like proper <laughs> rogue bet. Like, yeah. yeah. What was, who, who, who was it I backed? Cody. Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, Cody on three, four different bets. Yeah. What do you mean which Riding one? On well, you, yeah, that was probably your biggest mistake of the year was staking your so. whole night. And, and that's Garbrandt. that's an award we just made up on the spot. Biggest mistake of the year is me. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, We've I also... 11 awards. I'd also like to yeah, put my 11. bet forward for bet of the year. We finished with no, yours. You can, yeah, yeah, that was my bet, but yeah, yeah. put it up. Um, 9.6 what? was 9.61 to one bet on the last card of the year for Cub Swanson, um, Gamrot, Lemos, Simon and Bilal Mohammed. And to be honest, I justified each and every one of those with statistics. So, and I'm just a regular sleuth. To, add, I mean. to add a bit of fuel to your fire on this one, I remember us chatting... <laughs> On the last episode about this actually being one of the harder cards to call. Yeah, it was a pretty well. tough one to we call. We had a pretty tough episode trying to pick out winners. Um, to be fair, we called. Um, we all had Lewis to win by KO at two to one in the middle. Yeah. yeah, I think me and you both had Bilal by decision, didn't we? Nine we did two. seven to two. We we actually ended the year quite strongly. Um, we all ended the year with profit on the on the last um, show. As I said, me and you both had the same bets, um, but you'd put more bets up. You put two more bets up than me, so your profit was plus fifteen. Um, yeah. For the last episode, which takes you to plus sixty overall, and it's actually your fourth consecutive profitable event well, in a row. Nice and consistent. It's just small wins, but builds up over a couple of weeks, and yeah. as we've seen. 60 up at the end of the year you changed your strategy as well I remember there was a day I remember there was an episode or something where Ross was just like I'm going to change my strategy now and you just went and started doing it a bit yeah yeah. we were just being a bit too tentative with it at first yeah. and just putting like a couple on and then well it was working for Adam weren't it so yeah. um, chucking loads on um, we're learning yeah, so, so yeah, I guess that kind of was... brings us nicely onto your bet of the year I don't know what you think your bet of the year was um, I'd put I know it, it's not counted but I'm, I'm going to hang on to that on the very remaking round 2 to 4 um, I know it's not this. counted but it's, gonna, it's just like so so grim um, how it's not counted but I do I do appreciate it so I'm, I'm not bringing it back up but um, it's definitely the most specific bet it would have been my best bet by yeah. far by far it was just a shame that was the one week I missed and uh, but no, I, I just I just went for Hardy's Acker um, last week. What we just discussed, the the timing of it was just like absolutely crucial, and it was like <laughs> well, yeah. bunged him as what what we thought from uh, from last place to second place. But but having done the maps on the spreadsheet oh shortly before recording, Joel, you were minus seventeen before the final event of the year. I was, and although you did land two to one Derek Lewis KO. Did. And the nine point six to one accumulator, which could well be the uncrowned octagon odds bet of the year, but we'll get to that we'll in a minute. That, yeah. You also gave me five other bets that all failed. Yeah, which gave you a handsome profit of seventy six pounds. You know, you can't on the night. Can't argue with it. But for those of you mathematically inclined, um, that takes our boy George Hardy. From minus seventeen 
plus 59. <laughs> so obviously just one unit back. <laughs> 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 Just since that podcast, I thought, oh, he's won it. I just didn't think that it had, I thought he was on about 70 or whatever. And uh, literally about 10 minutes ago, we realised, so I'm, I'm buzzing. Whatever that happened, though, Not whatever, whatever the score, I'm going to succeed it to Ross. We shake his hand right now. And we're, we're shaking hands. Yeah, it is yeah. good. If we can hear that. Point. That's the sound of two people shaking hands. We, um, I'm gonna, I'll see this to Ross. I got behind him. I'm proud of myself for pulling it out, out of the bag. Of yeah, it's still sixties. End of the year and a positive. That we, that yeah. we all ended in profit, and yeah. then it's been a long road over the the first. I guess we can call it the first series of Octagon. Yeah, first series. Um, yeah, because as we mentioned, the spreadsheet's going back to zero for 2022. But um, for all of us to end the year in the green, I, I I didn't think it would happen for a minute, but I'm pleased that it has. Yeah. We've killed it. So I mean, what you couldn't use my smug face because obviously while these two have been battling out over second place, <laughs> um, I've taken a few rough weeks. Haven't yeah, I? you have. Yeah, I, I feel like it's come close to be fair. I was I was plus two hundred and eighteen units um, after UFC two sixty eight, and in the four, uh, so yeah. the three preceding events, I lost. Over, I lost 104.5 units Ooh. in the next three events but as I kept saying if you put enough good bets out there yeah. enough well considered thought through bets out there you will win eventually and finally uh, got back into profit with the last event of the year plus 35 to me takes me to a winning total for 2021 of 149.4 units yeah nice very nice, yeah. Very Gee, nice. There's a little like horn or something as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he arranged that. <laughs> that was too well timed for it to be a mistake. No, nah, yeah, well played, Adam. Well played, yeah. Adam. Good, good work. Mate. Yeah, you had a good strategy from the get go. Thank you very much. Mate. But Thank next year's a new year and I'm coming. We're not, and the thing is, is though, is that we've um, we learned our lesson. Well, I've learned my lesson the hard way. You probably learned your lesson before I did, Ross. Um, we're going to come back next year stronger, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Different. Yeah. Final point on this before we um, crown the Octagon Ops better of the year is obviously if you'd have put £10 on every single Octagon Ops bet so far um, in Series 1, you'd have yourself a handsome £270 of profit. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad, guys. Perfect. Listen. So there's been some ups. You know, you know the money comes from yeah. There's been yeah. some downs, but I think we've got the nice boys, yeah. nice. We get your profit. Yeah. <laughs> we're using a nice steady footing to go into 2022. Yeah. Um, so I guess the one thing I wanted to say on better the year as well, Ross, is I know I'm a stickler for the rules, especially when it comes to the spreadsheet, but the best bet you gave me this year was 50 to 1, Wilder and Fury both to get two knockdowns. It's not even MMA. But it was fifty to one. And we did talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it so, came in, didn't it? What a night! If I, if I had to pick the better of the year, if I could pick this, that's what I pick. But yeah, I, like, I guess what qualifies for it to be an octagon odds is it's got to be on the pod, and we've got to yeah. include it in the spreadsheet. I don't that's think it's necessarily it, the biggest fair. price that can win this award either. I think it could be a combination of things like the difficulty of the bet. Mm. and the difficulty of the cards course should probably also be factored shouldn't it I guess so yeah if you do factor that in then it's probably the hacker but also did we did we talk about that on the was it a 
Is it an Octagon's bet? Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. Well, that's probably a the jacket. One, isn't it? What? No, yours. Oh, the Wild well, Fury. No, we didn't. But he did. He. It was just a great bet. And I yeah, to, it was yeah. a great. I wanted bet. to at least give it its moment. In Ross, the... Ross, and them off-show bets. Yeah, and it all the off-show ones. Yeah, that's yeah. your problem. You need to make sure you get on the pod. The off-show ones. Yeah, you need to make sure you get them on the pod. Yeah. So your biggest bet of the year was a seven-to-one single play on Glover to win by submission, which. Looking back, seems like a massive price, Dad, doesn't it? Yeah, I knew it was. That's why I was straight on it. Anyone that's got jiu jitsu, I got that like bet that. as well, didn't I? Yeah, we yeah. both, yeah, we both put it on. Yeah. We both put it on. Anyone with jiu jitsu like that, when there's when there's odds like that in favour of them, might as well just snap it up because yeah. you know how easy it can go to the ground and yeah. someone gets wrapped up. And then I remember saying Glover as well. Yeah, like, Glover's yeah. so good. It's Glover, at, like, so good on the ground and so durable to to get people to on the ground. Seven crazy, to one, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah, so we, I remember we gobbled that one up. That's definitely another lesson that you, I sort of knew a little bit about this kind of principle before, but something you two kind of picked up on is that sometimes you can just look at a price and be like, "That's too big," even if it wasn't necessarily a bet that you would like predict would come in, but just like, "Yeah, that's too big a price for for the potential." I think that's another yeah. great way of we've, we've sort of ground out a bit of value towards the end of the year as well, especially on that last card, like. We all agreed that Bilal decision at nine to two was too big, and we all took it on. And obviously, mm. same with the Derek, Derek Lewis, Lewis two KO. to one, exactly two to one for two Lewis, to one KO. Lewis KO from a five round fight. I mean, Come give on. it up with that. That's Against really the guy who's been KO'd a couple of times before. Yeah, well, so we've definitely come a long way, but we can. There can only be one winner for better of the year. So start with you, George. What's your bet for you? Um, I'm going to bet for myself with that one because okay. I'll tell you why I'm going to do that. Because I lost, I lost overall, and but I feel like that bet and that's that night specifically it was a really good call, so I'm going to deserve something. Yeah, for that. it would have been a lot uglier if you didn't get that night. Yeah, that's what, do what I mean. From so being the eggies, <laughs> exactly, it's pulled me from the abyss. And to for it to be. Like the last five, the last, the last yeah. card. It's like a miracle. <laughs> I think that was what I was gonna. Are you in agreement? As I well? agree. Yeah, the timing like mm-hmm. pushes it for me a bit. It was just like impeccable timing, wasn't it? Um, so it's official then. George Hardy is the winner of the first annual Octagon Odds Better of the Year award. Incredible scenes. Nice. Thank you, if guys. If we were going to offer nice. betting odds on that at the start of the year, I'd say it was at least a 14 to 1 yeah. shot. That. So. And, uh, we, should, we should do predictions for the end of next year. We put odds on it and we can, we can, uh, we can bet. Get the audience. You can all um, you can all put bets on shit that we come up with for next year. So what are we saying now, then? What Has anybody got anything on the... I mean, we've got a list of, of, of like, submissions for whatever of the year um, is there anything any, any that come to mind that you want to talk about oh yeah submissions just yeah. any what do you want to talk about what let's do, do you want to talk about yeah submissions. you brought it up so let's yeah. do submissions yeah okay. alright so submission of the year what have we got um, who wants to take the lead on that I mean I've got a couple written down here because there was there wasn't I can't say there was loads that stood out but there was a few and those are the ones that I've got with there was um, Vicente Lucas Dars choke against Tyron Woodley. Mm, was that this year? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. And I feel like that was where I sort of looked at Luke and thought, okay, this guy's yeah, different it? now. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy can be a player at well away now. Yeah, nice, yeah. Good um, call, good call. 
So there was that one, and the other one that came to mind because it was the, the significance of it as well is Brandon Moreno's. Really yeah, that was yeah. the one that I have. Me too. That's yeah. one that I have. Me too. Yeah, that was Moreno. Was quite. Sh- I think that. I don't know. The first fight was really good, wasn't it? Um, really close. We yeah, about so really good. close. And so Moreno good. came out and he looked so much better in every department, um, and obviously wrapped him up. Um, after dominating on the feet as well, and yeah. it was just a bit shocking, wasn't it, to see how he's such a sick guy as well. Like so good to yeah. see someone like that get a title, yeah. and he's just so appreciative yeah. of it. And um, yeah, and he's so good to watch. He, I love his personality. Just yeah, a little yeah. sick Mexican great champ. Yeah. Um, was it, what was the other one you said, Adam? Uh, Vicente Luque. I've got yeah. another couple yeah, of yeah, guys yeah. as well. Luque and Woodley was Luke Luke yeah, it's a big, it's a big statement. Vicente Luque. Woodley. Woodley. Um, it's not been a great year for Tyron Woodley though. No, <laughs> Let's be honest. Not, yeah. From welterweight champion to be knocked out by Jay Paul. Oh god, it was so bad that knockout as well, wasn't it? Mm. Name me a worse downfall than that. Conor McGregor. <laughs> Conor <laughs> McGregor. At least he's still fighting dogs though. He's not fighting YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah, fuck knows. Yeah, fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> fuck knows what that guy's up to. Pretty well, Woodley. Have you got any other? What suggestions from you guys? I've got a couple. Um, I want to see what you've come up with. I was just pretty set on like Moreno Figueredo. I just sort of knew that that's what I wanted to put before I even researched it. But obviously, like Oliveira against Poirier was like once again a big statement from, yeah. from Oliveira. That is huge. It's not submission of the year though because it. I don't know. Not sort of expected. Do you know what I mean? Like Moreno was just like not that I didn't expect something like that from Moreno because his ground games next like second to none uh, but yeah I don't, more with Oliveira you'd, you'd expect that at that you? point it's hard I didn't expect no because Figueredo's nah, sick on the ground as well I think that's a good one to put for that one because it was terrible. so close the, the first oh one. yeah to see it be so one sided yeah. in Moreno's favour the second mm. one just yeah. blew my mind the other ones that I thought deserve at least honourable mentions um, Julian Pena defeating Amanda Nunes yeah yeah, um, yeah. And Glo- Glover, 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 yeah. Glover and Jan's a good shout, to be honest with you. But like once again, that's Glover, and we yeah. we almost yeah, called that. Yeah. Um, I I, th- I think we all sort of agreed Moreno when he first came up, so I think it's sort of already settled. Yeah. That it's Moreno. So. I'd say that. So I, yeah. that's that then. So the the first annual. Oxygen Submission of the Year award is for Brandon Moreno's rear naked choke to win the belt against uh, Davidson Figueredo. Congratulations, Brandon. You know <laughs> that you've been waiting for this moment. And this I'm will glad. be the biggest honour he's received yeah. this year. I can't sure. wait to have you on the pod. Can't wait to have you on the pod, Brandon. That's brilliant. So, I mean, considering we did Submission of the Year, do we want to do Knockout or do we think it's too early for I that? think it's too early okay. for yeah, Knockout. Let's say yeah. knockout. I, I've got well, one um, I, I would like to talk about. Okay. Um, and it's a nice one to do with this one. I had some difficulty on this one because there's a few people that immediately come to mind for Rising Star mm. of the Year award. Um, the first name that came to my mind was Hamza Shmaya. Yeah, because obviously. of the impact that he made but the three fights that he had, had previous uh, to the Legion Gang was in 2020 so I was kind of like he's only had one fight this year but in terms of pure star if we're talking like 
I don't, who's the biggest rising star in the yeah, UFC but, right yeah. now? It's Hamzat Shamayev, and I will back that a little I, bit. I, I, I think Cyril Garn. I've, I've put Cyril Garn. Have you? Because oh, I really? think Cyril Garn was one of the like the way that he's come up this year and beating yeah. people and stuff. It's been like a great year for him. He's he's, he's, t- he's taken a lot of people by surprise, and he's so good. Like yeah, he's been Rosenstroy, yeah. Volkov, and Lewis, and now he's got a title shot against Ungarn, the scariest man alive. Yeah, and he I could very well win it. Star. He could very well be Ungarn, I think. He's a likable guy as well. Yeah, no, it's it's a great suggestion. I just I don't know. I didn't have Cyril in it because I kind of I've got him in my sort of list for fighter of the year. So I don't know whether I'd sort of like put him above. But yeah, no yeah. one was talking about Cyril Garn this time last year, were they? Really? No. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, obviously. Adams like is hard to argue. Um, we got any other any other mentions? Um, I've got a couple. Yeah, Sean O'Malley. Yeah, had another He's done well this year, he's yeah. had a good year, hasn't he? Um, Yuri Prohovska. Yeah. He's also had a good year. The only thing, again, that counted against him for the year this one, because yeah, his stock's gone up, he's obviously next in line for the belt, um, to, sorry, to fight for the title against Glover. Um, but he only had one fight, um, it was a really good fight against Dominic Reyes, and obviously finished it with one of the knockouts of the year, which we might talk about later potentially as well. Um, but I would say he's one of the biggest rising stars in the UFC today yeah um, the other honourable mention before I tell you who is my pick for rising star of the year because I wanted to pick a Brit as well Tom Aspinall yeah yeah that's nice, good show he's had yeah. a really good year a good obscure show 2-0 in 2021 big wins against Andrei Olovsky and uh, Sergei Spivak um, obviously from Wigan, so he's just down the road from us. Yeah, yeah, literally um, down the road. In. And yeah, I'd say if, if we were going to name British rising star of the year, which we're not, I'd say Tom Aspinall would be. Yeah, definitely, I'd say yeah, if it was British. Yeah, unfortunately, no, yeah, that's not who I've gone with though. Who have you gone with? Cyril Garn. I've gone with Cyril Garn. That's who I think is the my most. Imp- I'm most impressed with with Cyril Garn. Yeah, it's his level that he's been beating. Yeah. Like Chimaev's not, you know, like yeah. It's not the same level as Rosenstroke, Volkov and Lewis, is it? It's not that sort of streak. So you're in agreement as well? With Cyril Garn, yeah. Is that, is that you, got, you got any others? Just the ones that we mentioned. Cyril Garn. The one that I was going to put up, and I'm a bit surprised that you haven't, is Islam Makachev. I was, yeah, was going to bring him up. 3-0 in 2021. Um, he beat Drew Dober, Thiago Moisés, and obviously most recently we sort of dominate Dan Hooker. Um, it's the most UFC fights he's had this single year. Um, I think... He's starting to move into the spot that was vacated by Khabib in that division. I think he's got the the most similar skill set yeah. that Khabib has. I know you scoff at it. I'm not saying he he will ever be as good as Khabib, but in terms of his style, it's most similar to Khabib. And I said the same thing when we had this argument before. Father's plan, as it was titled, was always for Khabib to dominate, get to thirty and zero, and then for, for yeah. Islam to step into his shoes. That was always. He's only 30 as well, Islam. But yeah, was, I was going to bring him up for Rising Star because he's sort of just been nested there for a while, hasn't he? So it's not like he's risen because like, everyone knows him. He's been around for ages. But yeah, this year he has like, risen up the ranks. So. He's nested. He's obviously got a fight up with Daryush yeah. in February. So 2022 could be an even bigger year for him. That's why I think we he could be rising. I think his stock is currently rising and it will rise. Yeah, for sure, yeah. But... I'm happy to be outvoted on Cyril Garn because I think it's a, yeah, this time last year nobody was really talking yeah. about it and now we're talking about just a few weeks from, yeah. from fighting in Garn yeah. 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 and it's like, doesn't even look that one, like, 
he's usually when a guy is fighting someone, it's like, oh, guy's going to die. No, it's like this guy could beat him. Yeah, he's got he's got the skill set. How, how do we see that one going? Well, well Garn's honestly got the skill set to beat someone like Ungarn. Yeah. Like he's quick, he's he's fast, he's accurate, he's yeah. got like, <coughs> but weapons. We've seen that Ungarn can wrestle now, but yeah. Garn's been a wrestler all his life. You know what I mean? So he's yeah. he's going to be a better wrestler, but. Um, up there as well. I saw a picture a bit like a couple like a week ago or something uh, just proper slimming down. Yeah. Well, I think. I don't know if it was real or not, but I saw it. I think Garn is a better mixed martial artist. Martial artist. Yeah. Martial artist. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, he probably is, but the thing about Francis is he had something new to his locker every time we see him. Yeah. So yeah. He he, uh, he can chameleon like a a lot of champions can do these days. So. I expect him to probably come into the fight and he'll have prepared for, for Garn and obviously well, remember what we before the Stipe rematch we all thought Stipe's going to mash him yeah. because Stipe's such a good fighter yes, yeah because you can't Stipe is didn't just beat Stipe but he outpoxed him and he he, he counted him and he was stuff for take, quick yeah, stuff, stuff for takedown take so controlled him I wouldn't be surprised if, if Garn goes out there and gets absolutely dominated to be honest as well do you know what I mean it could go either way. Yeah, yeah it could. <laughs> just gets just gets flat like. Just gets smashed, yeah, because that yeah. nobody takes them digs. Like, yeah, there's digs. always an option. Obviously. Especially if Garn's strategy is to go five rounds with Francis. Like, Trading. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Garn's got. Well, I guess he could get like a, a finish, couldn't he? A ground and pound finish, maybe. Yeah, it could happen, but you don't want to. He doesn't want to trade with Hungarian. Nah, nah, he's just that one split second, and then bam, you're done. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, then you're out. Yeah, there's no so therefore you've got, to, like, you've got to wrestle. And yeah, he's going to be prepared for that. And we've seen that he can wrestle now. Yeah. When someone well, that powerful and strong starts to wrestle, like... R.I.P. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like we saw with Steve. Anyway, so what we're saying for Rise of Star of the Year, Seal Garn? Yeah, Seal yeah. 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 I reckon we move on to Coach of the Year. It's a pretty good one. But I think it's pretty easy I as think well. I mean, Trevor Whitman's got to be the one. That's my, that's my vote. It's Trevor Whitman. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give an honourable mention to Khabib Nurmagomedov for a very yeah. smooth transition yeah. from fighter to coach. He's obviously got he's obviously planned it. Islam. He's got his brothers. He's got his cousins who are fighting in the UFC, Bellator. Like he's at events every week. We're always winning. Um, and obviously, yeah, it wasn't too long ago that he was in the octagon himself. So I'd say yeah, honourable mention for Khabib. But yeah. It's got to be Trevor Whitman, and it. Usman Rose Gaethje, our yeah. champion, champion, yeah. and number one contender. Um, All the, look revitalised as well. For the another honourable mention, though, for um, Eugene Berryman. Yeah. He's going to have, I assume, Kai Kara France is under him. Uh, Dan Hooker will be. Is he? Who else he got? Um, he, he's no Trevor Whitman this year. But he's yeah. he's a yeah, very he's good contender. coach. Yeah, it's one yeah. to keep a good honourable mention for sure. I'd yeah. probably yeah, put those, him um, second. Sick kickboxing guys are really good. kickboxing, yeah. yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. It's one to keep an eye on, definitely. Yeah. But no, you can't really not. Trevor. Trevor. You forgot about the biggest one. Yeah. It's uh, Whitman. CBK Yeah. CBK. Oh shit. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But it's Whit- Whitman. The biggest yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger than Izzy. Oh yeah. True. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Not a chance. Nah. Yeah, it's, it's close, yeah second definitely. Yeah, close. Nah, is he to is he is he level of fame to Volkanovski? But you don't. Nah, know, just in the rankings from famous Volkanovski is in Australia. Yeah, but is he famous? No, from from, well. from City Kickboxing. It's Volkanovski's second, isn't it? 
Well, yeah, I mean, we don't have an award for... Is he famous everywhere, though, as well? <laughs> most yeah. famous Aussie. Most famous Sea King. Most famous Aussie. They love the fighters over there, though, yeah. don't they? So. Um, yeah, no, it's a good, good suggestion. Really well, to be fair, given... Uh, nah, nah, you yeah, can't. Man. I don't think you can't not give it Trevor, just from what he's done. Well, yeah. Just that one card, isn't Osmond's it? Osmond's 3-0 this year. Rose is 2-0 this year. Gaethje is 1-0 this year. So yeah, two of, two, of them, well. two of them were belts and it was all in one night. The ah. thing, thing, thing to note about Trevor Whitman is all three of the fighters you mentioned have got better once they started training with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot better as well. Usman especially. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Usman especially. Usman, well, obviously, I think we'll talk about Usman later, but yeah. the way Trevor's brought that jab especially. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Gaethje as well, just weathered the storm and yeah. like... Same with, same with Rose and Rose yeah <laughs> I'd say Rose has changed the least out of the three of them but still, like still changed Gaethje's become such a good striker now that he's forgotten he was a D1 wrestler yeah. <laughs> like he just, it's, he's he was so good he's good against Chandler he's so good against Chandler so good we'll definitely talk about that one <laughs> right yeah. so fourth award of the night I think Trevor comprehensively yeah. coach of the year 2021 is um, Trevor Whitman Trevor Whitman so, well done mate well, Ross you pick the next one because me and Adam have picked the next yeah right we're racing through, we're halfway through. Yeah, no. Let's go for. Yeah, no, I'll expect there's some arguments to come, though. Yeah. Let's Perhaps. go for um, round of the year. Okay, this is a big one. Difficult. I know, I've got my favourite, and I'm completely biased in this one. I've got oh, the, some of the obvious ones. Go on. Volkanovski against Ortega round three. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. I've got that on my list. Yeah. And um, Gaethje Chandler, Chandler one. one. Yeah, I've got that as well. And I think those are the obvious ones. Those are the two that I think are the ones. Now we'll talk about. Let's talk about some others. Chandler Gaethje round others. one first because that's real ever made. It. That's yeah, just crazy, that's man. why you watch those two motherfuckers. Yeah, um, Chandler Gaethje. Yeah. Definitely, that first round was just chaos. Everything that he won, everything that he won when he turned up to an MMA event, it's like every time when you speak, it's one of them fights where it's like everyone was hyping it up and it was better than you could than he said. Yeah, like, it was, when, it, when it just yeah. when it gets hyped so much and then it just delivers yeah. above and beyond what you could yeah. have expected. Yeah, I think great move from Dana as well to move it to the top of the card. Yeah, because yeah. I think it was the pre- prelims top of the prelims. Um, yeah, start of the main card. It start was. of the main card. Was it? Yeah, it was the yeah, first yeah, fight on the main card, um, and I think class. after um, Oliveira Poirier um, recently, it kind of the crowd kind of suffered a bit from the fact that Nunes had just lost the belt. Yeah, and that in the co-main, it was so wild, and everyone was so mad that after that they were all kind of and it mm. sunk a bit. Um, and it happens a lot at UFC events when like the yeah. second, third fight to the main event. Uh, I remember it happening for. Um, Wei Li and Joanna obviously they stole the fucking show yeah. in the co-main yeah, yeah. and then um, Izzy was fighting Yoel in the main and it was so bad and the crowd was completely non-existent was it was that same night yeah yeah it was, I thought it was uh, John Jones Bray as that no, night it was, no no it was Yoel against um, Izzy and yeah. it was just so flat the whole five rounds obviously Yoel's style didn't really help in that fight but no um, it just, I, yeah, I think it makes sense because we all knew it was going to be a banger, didn't we? To move it to the first card, yeah. the first on the card. 
did it for Trevor as well I think as well so he didn't have three consecutive fights because yeah. that would be intense for him yeah I'd love to see them do that more though like. yeah that's a great way to introduce the cards yeah and mm. put a banger on it mm. especially because yeah. most people at us like the die hard fans like the regular fans watch we're watching like the prelims and the early prelims and stuff anyway give us a banger separate so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we've been watching for yeah. a couple hours already so like don't keep us waiting any longer give, yeah. give us give us a banger um, blood but yeah what a round and what a fight um, that was one of the obvious ones Volkanovski Ortega round yeah 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 round three that was crazy. I, don't, I don't know if it tops that you know um, Volkanovski yeah such a crazy round there's everything in that round like the submissions so that Volkanovski tried to get out of no they did get out of sorry yeah. it's just insane like I've never yeah, seen that before insane. in my life he'll never get subbed no one will you can't sub him if, if, if no Ortega's going to sub him, him I'm telling you I thought he was done for as well how does he do that how is it possible someone expl- if you're listening to this and you understand the science of Volkanovski then please let us know because I've not a clue how anyone in that's a human being with a normal neck it's not made out of granite can tend to be alright you know what I mean this is purely mental just like refusing to die down do you know what I mean refusing so to mad. lose he's got such how a how can you refuse to pass oh, out with questions getting cut away from your brain though <laughs> tell me how that works you ask you, you ask he must have had a you ask the there. smartest NASA scientist in the world they'll tell you that's not how it works yeah <laughs> you'd ask anyone but there's something in the, in the spirit of a fighter like it's inhuman at times. Wow, yeah, yeah. we're getting mystical here. But like you've seen it, it's how many times have you seen it when there's something inhuman about like being covered in your own blood and like looking into the eyes of a guy opposite you in the octagon and being like, "Come on, then, let's have some more." Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. That's not human, really, is it? No, it is. If you think about it's it, that's pure the most animal human. behavior. Yeah, but that no, but that's the more that's the most human thing ever. Like yeah, fighting. Yeah, maybe, yeah. He's the most visceral human so primal, thing. We've done, it. It. We've done it since the dawn of time. But that'd be an interesting That's episode why... of Boxing Odds, like if we talked about combat sports from the dawn of time. Yeah. Like the original combat sports and how it's evolved to this. Octagon odds. History. The history of the combat history sports of coming up. Special, special episode. <laughs> excited for that one. Jesus. Um, how did we get it? Volkanovski refused to go to sleep against Ortega. Um, has anyone got. I've got my right. pick here, but. Um, it's hard to pick between them, but I've got some honourable mentions. I don't think it tops them, but um, Dallas Villa against Mariah's round that's one. Mm. That's what I've got. That was a that was pick. Yeah. That was the most visceral response I've had to a fight. Yeah. Really. I was going absolutely insane because I had Marab de, de Villa Shirley, and uh, Mariah's obviously looked like he was going to finish him right in the beginning. Yeah. Oh my god! Mad my round. Whole, my whole my, you know my act is done. My bet's done. My single play is done. And then before you know it, like he's. Got ended up like on top of him and should, it should have should have finished it. Like, ref should have stopped it. And yeah. it was like, I remember just asking at the time, like, how do you even score a round where it could have been stopped for both fighters? Do you score it an eight eight? Yeah, uh, yeah, or, or a ten ten. Yeah, I don't know. As long as it's even, then it doesn't matter, I guess. But yeah, that for me, that was my pick because it was the most and it's a bit yeah, it's a bit more left field than pick you. Yeah, and it, but yeah. I don't think yeah. it does top. I don't think it tops. I don't think it tops either of those two. Didn't but it? I've got, I've got two more. I've got Chandler and Oliveira round one, obviously round one. Uh, I just think we got to see some like some top world class wrestling from Chandler and Jiu Jitsu from Oliveira. Yeah. Uh, we saw what Chandler is made of on the ground. Um, 
and it was proper I re- it was so tense because it was for the vacant belt and like it was a proper tense fight and um, yeah sit round obviously Oliveira just comes out starches him in start of the second but yeah we saw like high level fighting from both of them um, that fight but as I say don't top it and then my final one was TJ Sandhagen round five yeah. I feel like it was all out on the line mm-hmm. that round all to play for either of them both of them thought they'd won it either of them could have won it in that last round and mm. they put it out on the line and it was sick mm. but, high level MMA yeah proper high class it was a great fight um, yeah such a good fight so is, is your vote Marias? my vote is Marias and Marav de Villachvili but I'm is happy it? to be yeah uh, that was that's the one that I picked for, that, I, that I put up yeah because it was like I say I thought what round I just remember being on my feet it meant a lot for you as well yeah, didn't yeah. it yeah um, I reckon I've got to say Ortega Volk because I remember after watching me it too. I think at the end of the third round I was like that's one of the best rounds yeah, I've ever me watched too. Yeah, yeah me too that's why I settled on as well I do um, see, distinctly remember us going wild in the WhatsApp yeah. group after round three as well. yeah. oh, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen so yeah yeah one of the maddest rounds I'll just reiterate I've ever seen yeah so that's, that's my vote so <laughs> I'm glad that there's the other one that I think deserves maybe an honourable mention is um, Oliver Poirier round one he's a very good fan yeah I'm just, I'm still, I'm still harbouring sad thoughts, so I can't talk about it. Too much pain. Yeah. So what we're we saying then, Volker Ortega. I think yeah, we've got three. to go with the majority rule, haven't we, and go for yeah. So it works. Twenty twenty one round of the year, Volkanovski versus Brian Ortega round three. Yeah. Nice. nice. Good work, guys. Nice. Okay. So Adam. Next. Halfway through the awards already, we're flying through. I killed it. Um, next, let's do. There's one that's like, a, you know, Christmas where you know what gift it is and you don't want to open it. Is it upset of the year? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to maybe suggest that we get that one out of the way. But I think the hardest part about this was trying to find an honourable mention for upset of the year. Um, one of, I don't know, mine was a different. I've gone with one you might not have thought. Go on, what have you got? Well, I want to hear what Adam's got because he sounds like he's sure of what it is. I think you know what I've got. Have you gone for Nunes? Yeah. See, that was, that was my, that's my honourable mention. Well, I, I went for Adesanya against Blahovic. Yeah, that's a very good yeah, shout. Yeah. Nice, that's yeah, why yeah. I went for because I was thinking Izzy was on a fly and everyone thought he was the best fighter in the world. Well, obviously, he still is one of the best fighters in the world. Everyone thought he was going to just take Blahovic out and become double champ and he got battered. Then he got dominated. And I remember being yeah. a bit shocked about that. Yeah, I thought Izzy was going to win, definitely. I think, yeah. I, I, was, I remember being sort of Concerned about is he the weight with Izzy? Yeah, but I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah, I was leaning towards Izzy just because of how good a striker he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not as easy to say in hindsight that the weight was an issue, but I seem to remember at the time being a bit like because obviously going from 185. To it's a big jump, the yeah. biggest jump and he didn't pull doesn't that away fight feel like years ago as well yeah. Yeah. 2021 ago so long mate honestly it's mad like it's been horrendous that really. fight <laughs> feels, that fight <laughs> that's feels a bit miles away like that feels like it was years oh, ago yeah. I've got one of, one of my honourable mentions is another one that I, it's sort of mad that it happened this year as well but Neil Dariush against Tony Ferguson that was only in May was it? yeah I'm mad man Conor McGregor and Poirier I, I was, don't think I was yeah. alone in thinking that Tony was going to beat Benil Dariush 
Yeah, uh, everyone did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone had faith in Tony every fight. I'd have to get you fight, and it just was like yeah. heartbreak. Yeah, it's it's grim to watch that. Really grim. <laughs> One of your favorite fights. Yeah, that's probably the biggest downfall of 2021. Yeah, fucking Tony Fair. <laughs> oh, grim. Um, which one were we on anyway? Upset. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's a good shot. Well, but good Nunes show. definitely. I was definitely on the fence because of Nunes. I'm sorry. In terms of upset, we distinctly yeah. chatted on the pod yeah. that week, and we gave Shulian a penny. No, literally no chance. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nunes. No like we we agreed so, at the time that if she won, it'd be the biggest title upset. We actually did say those in UFC history. <laughs> we did actually say so that. I find it I find it difficult now to look anywhere else. Yeah, that. well, that's sort of cemented then, isn't it? If yeah, actually we words, did say yeah. that, yeah. We did all agree that it'd be one of the biggest upsets. Or maybe the biggest upset. So. Yeah, well, well, that's it then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Nunes, there's no really argument about it. Yeah, the, yeah, the winner of um, Upset of the Year 2021 is obviously... Juliana Penny beat Amanda Nunes to become the new women's bantamweight champion. Okay, so yeah. I reckon fight of the year next. I think we've got to do fight, fight of the year. Last, I think. What have we got left? We've got, right, we've got fight of the year, KO of the year, fight of the year. Card of the year. Card of the year. Card Should we do year. that? Yeah, we'll card of the year. Just do card. Oh, there's so many good options. Like I said, there's been 43 yeah, UFC cards one, this year. There was one that I set up. 13 numbered events in 12 months. And it was um, Usman Covington. Um, 268 268, 268. Yeah. yeah that was the one that I settled on because that was the Gaethje McChandler night as well wasn't it it was Usman Kobe yeah it was a classic yeah and Rose Whaley the rest of the card was fucking brutal as well yeah, just pure was. violence she all the way through kick KO against Frankie Edgar was on that card as well mm. yeah um what that else? Um, and obviously a potential I, fight of the year against I don't, I don't need to hear anything else because I remember that being fucking no, but 269, or was it 67? That had uh, Jan and Glover, that's 267. Yeah, so that was a good card, that was right after each other. It was also yeah, like, seven days apart, wasn't there? There was also um, Usman Masvidal, 2. two. That's UFC, Who else was on that card? UFC 261, that's my pick. Because was your pick as well? Yeah, yeah, because we had it was just a mad night, and it's one of the nights that sort of ingrained our memories. Mm-hmm. The weird injury that with Jimmy Crew against Alan. Oh, we on sixty one. Sixty one. Yeah. His leg just sort of stopped working. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And then in the fight directly after that, Chris Weidman snapped his leg. Oh yeah. Against why? Why is this making it your best card? Because it was just chaos. There was so much going on. There was I think there was four KOs in the prelims, um, and then. As I said, Valentina then came out and just dominated. Yeah. And put on a <laughs> masterclass. Then Rose knocked out Wei Lee. And then Usman knocked out Masvidal. So just for the fact that it just kept going up, like it mm. peaked on those two knockouts in the co-main and the co-main. Like we'd never seen Masvidal been knocked out before. We had Rose back on top. It was just a mad night of MMA. It was like, there was ups, yeah. there was down, there was tears, there was you know there was heartache there was pain there was joy it was like every, it was like it was like life in a four hour UFC show <laughs> like gave you every emotion that you could possibly yeah do. that's probably second best well yeah second best for me mine's yeah. 268 
Osme Colby. Yeah, me too. Osme Col- yeah. Osman Colby. Yeah, that's, um, my, that's my, like I said, I don't need to argue about Any honourable mentions for you guys before we sort of... Yeah, 67 is an honourable mention with Jan and Glover and all that lot. Yeah. Um, who else was on that one? I didn't need to look Pure further. Was it? I didn't need to look further for this one because I knew what my favourite was. I think underrated one, UFC 263, um, we had uh, Paul Craig being Jamal Hill he snapped his arm, that was mad. Uh, Bilal beat Damian Meyer and stuff like 20 takedowns in a row or something stupid um, we had uh, Leon Edwards against Nate Diaz where Leon obviously beat him but just survived yeah, the fifth round that. had a wobble in the fifth round Moreno beat Figgy to become champ which we talked about yes. earlier and then Adesanya just outclassed Martin Vittori in a really good like high level fight in the main event as well yeah that's an underrated one you've got me there yeah isn't it? yeah that's a good one actually uh, other suggestion um, UFC 266 we had the return of Nick Diaz mm. um, Valentina dominated against Laura Murphy mm. um, and then we have Vulcan Ortega in the main event as well at that one that was UFC 266 yeah it's not as good though it's not as good as them others 263 I think is a really underrated one yeah that's a good shout I like that one 63 list them off quick again so Adesanya beat Vittori in five yeah. rounds in the main event really good performance sort of all round it was a good fight uh, Moreno beat Figgy to become champ um, Leon Edwards just beat Nate mm. Diaz um, Bilal Mohamed stuffed 20 out of 21 takedowns against David Meyer to win and uh, Paul Craig beat Jamal Hill by snapping his like dislocating his elbow didn't he Ooh. Hill was just walking around with his arms <laughs> and like, he couldn't tap because his, his arm was dislocated yeah. oh, it's a brutal sport though, it, yeah I mean it's not it's not for the thing I like this sport so. always remember ladies and gentlemen it's brutal is it better than that though Osman Colby no Osman, Osman Colby yeah. I think no, I'm not I mean, budging yeah. on that one it's, it's Osman against Colby because it's not even that you go on the prelims and then we had uh, Alex Pereira got his debut yeah. Ayakwinta got banged by Bobby Green um, Shabazzian got beat I won lots of profit on 268 as well I'm sure there was early prelims Ian Gary that mm-hmm. Irish lad um, my biggest bet of the year came Chris Barnett yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was a sick night. It was all brutal, like so many KOs and shit. Yeah, so. the only thing I say about two sixty one in in defence of that one is, like I say, it finished with two KOs in the main event. We've never seen Miles without a KO. Mm. Rose was the champ again. You know, knocked out Ray- Whaley, one of the finishes of the year uh, with the head kick. And Rose and Whaley's on the other card as well. Yeah, the Rose Whaley too. Obviously, it was uh, it went all the way. It went the distance. Yeah, it, it did. It was good for Doug. It was a great, was a great fight, fight yeah. but. Just to have the KOs as well. Yeah. Oh, so I'll swing it for 261. Not for me. Not for me. I feel like I already settled on 268 when I did my research for this one. I looked at 261 like I said, I mentioned yeah. it to you before. And it's my, it's, it's, it's definitely my, my number one honourable mention. But like you said before, 263 is a bit of a dark horse. I think so. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's also, with all, even with all that said, I don't think you can they get it. As Chandler Gaethje on it, which we'll probably come to yeah, in the next category, spoke as well. about that bear but we'll speak that. about it in, in a coming category as well. I imagine not all of the fights just showed up as well. Like how good was Usman Colby? Yeah, yeah, like Usman Colby was quality. Like the whole fight. night was sick. Yeah. 
Like it's not even just on paper sick. The whole night was so so. And I remember good. that fight was so close that me and Ross put a draw fifty to one on that, didn't we? Yeah, remember? Did. On what? what? On uh, Colby and Usman. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did. We put a draw fifty to one. I remember, I remember it got. Came in. I remember we were sat together and we were like, "That's the close. That's the closest thing I've ever seen to a draw." Yeah, it was very close. Yeah, yeah I can't budge. On, I'm afraid on that. So you're two sixty eight as well then. Yeah. You yeah. Two have- Pretty much picked. Have you shared notes, you two, or something? No, we're the same. We just always watch them together, don't we? Yeah, so it's something like that. Yeah. We've experienced that same sick yeah. night. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm happy to. That vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm happy to concede on this one because 268 was, yeah. was such a stacked card. Obviously, it delivered massively. I think I made a tiny profit on the night. Yeah. Landed my biggest bet You've come in with some uh, some great arguments. Yeah, so 263 for one. 63 and 61 are very yeah. valid yeah. indeed. Right. I appreciate the uh, the pity though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The condescending. So what have we got left? We've got KO of the Fighter. Year. Round. Uh, sorry, we've done round. KO Fighter. Uh, fight. Fight. Okay, yeah. fight, fight. Should we do KO? Yeah. Yeah, let's do KO. Right. Knockouts of the year. Give me some contenders. Throw some out there. Right, is I've is got. One. Right, oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, you start speaking first. All right, so so this one is like probably not very well known. It's no one very famous, but Roosevelt Roberts versus uh, Ign- Ignacio Bahamondes. I've got it. I've got it here ready yeah, for you. Thanks, go on then. It's a wheel kick. Watch this. Oh, we've got visuals. Yeah, we've got video for. Watch how sick this is. Yeah, it's oh, a class yeah. quality knockout. Oh, yeah. fall on that. I've gone for walk off, spinning heel kick. So nice. Don't respect that. that is on the list. I've gone for um, Jimmy Prajaka's knockout of Reyes. Yeah, yeah. that's on the list, of that's course. Yeah. Well, well that's one of the ones I've got on the list, and also I've got Blades and I've got Lewis's knockout of Blades. Yeah, nice. I've got that the uppercut. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, as well, yeah. Oh, because it's brutal, isn't it? Just yeah. And he folded like a dead Yeah, chair. God, yeah, bloody hell. And that was such a Derek Lewis knockout as well, wasn't it? In the last fucking wane, in the waning moments of the fight. Um, and then obviously, I think you've got Osman Masvidal too. Like, that was a class knockout. Yeah, um, a joke. Another honourable mention, Sandhagen Edgar. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, my list really doesn't read well for Frankie Edgar. Because <laughs> I've got the Sandhagen flying knee yeah. knockout, and I've also got. Marlon Barrett. Oh shit, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What a cool Because they produced one of the greatest MMA films yeah, of all it? time as yeah. well. The yeah. Ape Man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What a shout, yeah, I didn't consider that. Because that was unbelievable, wasn't it? Oh, Mio Chichin and Garni. Mio Chichin and Garni. Yeah, Garni's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also got, um, I mentioned him before, Chris Barnett. That spinning hook kick yeah. that he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so safe to say it's so a stacked category. This is a yeah. lot of knockouts. So out of the blue that from Chris Barnett and it was just like actually but, well clean, it was sick. Um another one that I just love, it's one of my favourite MMA knockouts of all time, is Dustin Poirier Conor McGregor. Yeah. With that little oh, checked yeah, right yeah. hand when he sort of dro- McGregor drops down, he got that short checked right hand, it's perfect. Yeah. Like world class boxing. Yeah. Uh, you know what was a sick finish um, Sean O'Malley's the other day yeah, with that rib right, shot yeah, yeah. in the in the middle of it and then boom planted in that Chandler, Chandler knocking out Hocker yeah that's, a, that's a good one yeah. yeah there's been so many so this year many. hasn't there yeah. um, <laughs> I would be happy to concede to Yuri Projchaka I, I know what I've got my, what horse what, I want to let's, let's hear it then 
Um, it, Kamara Usman against Jorge Masvidal. I think it was incredible. Never said Masvidal KO'd in the UFC. Yeah. And yeah, it's not. If yeah, if two no, yeah. years ago you just said that Usman was going to knock out Masvidal, it wasn't Usman's game. Like and the way Usman's developed no, his boxing no. to land that right cross and just everything about it is just good. Yeah. Way, you know. Yeah, maybe. And yeah. Just because of everything, it's you know main event title on the line. Um, against one of the biggest names in the sport to produce that especially when it was the second time they've been in there ever saying oh you know Masvidal's going away it's going to be better he's have a full camp this time it won't be on short notice but instead what happened is Kamara's been came back as an even better mm. version of himself like he does every time yeah yeah I, I can see that and that's why I mentioned it before um, I think in terms of like pure um, it depends what you're going for because like you said the husband Masvidal knockout meant a lot but like the Reyes um, Pajaka one was like the more impressive looking one and the one that you said before Ross Sad they can fly in though yeah I mean Ross mentioned it before 100% agree. yeah that's what yeah. we're doing it. so what are you putting forward then Masvidal are you going to say Masvidal I've got one, everything combined I've gone for Usman is the one it was such a statement that from Usman I could back that knocking out Masvidal is such a statement the way the sweat quite, came off his head quite a few yeah. the, way he's, the way his sweat came off his head as well yeah. the power of it yeah, just, yeah Masvidal had okay no clue when, when was it that was a month conventional one oh. um, no. um, so Usman v Masvidal 2 was it um, September um, fucking hell was it that recent Um nah April miles off <laughs> so far off um, yeah 24th April um, yeah what well, about Rose Whaley yeah the head kick 100% oh yeah the head kick because that was so significant for Rose that was as, as significant for Rose as oh I forgot about that yeah um, I wouldn't put it up there though Ooh, in terms really? of how it affected me yeah or how what I thought about it Cool. There's just so many contenders, aren't there? We could go on all night, maybe. I think we should. I, well, I'm happy to concede to Adam for Usman Masvidal. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm happy to take, to argue that. Take that one. I'll take. <laughs> yeah, um, well, followed we'll by that, a, yeah, close spinning elbow. And if you've not seen that, yeah. you don't know what fight we're talking about. Watch that fight just to see it, but watch the full fight so you get a bit of a build. Up. I'll even say watch the first one first, and then mm. just see the adjustments come on. I wouldn't say to, I wouldn't advise watch the first nah, one. Nah, fuck it's the first one. <laughs> I wouldn't watch. The May first. I hate Usman. Yeah. Um, right. So, so yeah, KOVA Kamara Usman's um, right cross against Jorge Masvidal. Next is UFC two sixty one. Imagine, like you said, imagine telling someone that two years. Fighter ago. of the year or fight of the year, but we've got to go fight next, haven't we? I think we got fight of the year. Okay, so it's Chandler Gaethje. I don't necessarily think it's that simple. Fight of the year. It is, it is, it is that simple. Yeah. Volkanovski Ortega, though. It's sort of all the ones that we've mentioned for round of the year, isn't it? It was a great fight, but I just think Chandler Gaethje's probably, like, I just think it's just the most insane thing I've seen. Like, that's why, like, gladiators used to fight. Like. Yeah, it's hard to argue that. Another one that I really like was that's not, we haven't talked about already, is Jan against Sanhagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've put that up there. That was really, and also TJ and Sam Hagen. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's up there as well. Um, but yeah, it's hard to put anything over Chandler Gaethje. Like it was just chaos. Just the best thing. Just war, yeah. wasn't it? And it like, God, just the pinnacle of 
Well, and I'm going to watch it again after this podcast is over. That's how good it yeah, is. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch it after straight after this. I'm trying to find a way to get this beat. It's going to be difficult, but said Yan against Sanhagen and Yan against TJ. Um, anything for Holloway and Yair? Unreal fight. Great fight. Yeah. Um, no. Or Holloway and Cater just for because mm. we watched that together and we were going mad for Max Holloway's performance. Yeah, thing is, when I think of fight of the year, I think what was the best fight? fight like yeah, Cater was just dominant, yeah. weren't it? It weren't really a fight. Yeah, that's how I feel about it as well. So I, that's why I choose like a war because that's how I see like. What about Usman Covington too? Yeah. He just had definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely up there. Colby's so good. I'd say that's higher than Sandhagen and Jan. Yeah. And Sandhagen and TJ. Yeah. But them two are very high still. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think of the ones that could potentially be in the reckoning. It's difficult. I think Reyes against Pachowska could be right up there as well. To be honest, if you think it was a very good fight, even against who. It just doesn't hold the same um, doesn't hold the same meaning no. to it. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't hold the same weight as like Chan uh, Chandler Gage does. That fight, do yeah, I find. Mean? Yeah, nah, not much does. It was wild though. It was the wild. The names aren't there, but it was wild. Yeah, but it wasn't as wild. wild. Was him? You watched you know, that fight. What's the name of the guy that, that you that you used to write? Um Ponzanibio against um Baeza. That was wild as well. Oh yeah, it were, yeah. Yeah, Ponson to be looks decent, doesn't he? I would I I'd be I, I would say there's only one nominee for this one. Yeah, I can't I can't not vote for it just because of how good it was. But yeah, Ortega Volkanovsky's very close. Very close second. But yeah, I think I it's very so. difficult. Um, maybe not a close second, up there with like yeah. what we said before. It would be probably second, but Gage Chandler is a one in a million yeah. fight that you only get every now and live. It was years. like Romero Costa that fight. Yeah, it was even it? better than that. Yeah, it was better than that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, I did my job as host to try and argue at least yeah. against some of the other And you facts. failed, so just yeah. think about that for a bit. That's fine. Yeah, I just can't vote against that. I mean, what a fight. The only thing I wish about this fight is that it, it went five one. rounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope. Well, one day we get to see him do it again, and I reckon that it's likely that we yeah. won't see that. I feel like what we might get off Poirier next is Chandler, and that'll be it'll just be very similar yeah. to that fight, I'd say. Very in the pockets, like just Chandler really. though. In terms of, I, I almost like we haven't really mentioned him so far tonight, but in terms of arriving in the UFC and making an impact, that yeah. he's lost. Too big, but he always looks good. But he brings yeah. it every time, and he? he brings. He's definitely a fucking contender, yeah, like everyone top agrees, challenger, yeah. definitely. Hundred percent, definitely. Hundred percent. Look, look what he did to the champion. Yeah, to, to so close. All, um, to being, if we had like a newly acquired fighter of the year, I probably don't On a on a, a very slightly mm. different timeline to the one that we currently exist and record this podcast on, Michael Chandler is currently UFC lightweight champion. He was so close, mate. Right? Yeah, yeah, when he had Oliver on floor and so he just pinball and he's out. Closer than Poirier, I would say. Yeah, he was. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, things are different. He could. Very Thing is, well though, I feel, he, he, I feel like his ground game is better than Poirier's, like yeah. considerably. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Chan, yeah. uh, Gaethje's is seemed to be pretty even, and I'd, so I'd also say that Gaethje's ground game is probably better than Poirier's. Yeah. 
How do we think Gaethje will get on against Oliveira? Good. I think he'll do really good. Um, I think he'll get choked out. <laughs> I think we always underestimate Charles, me. I think yeah. we need to start putting some respect on At Charles the end of the day, he's yeah. going to get older, and when he does... Game over. What do you do? But what does think, anyone do? So, he submits everyone. Such a tantalizing fighter to have because you look at him like everything suggested he could get KO'd, like it could happen at any point. But somehow he always finds yeah. a way. He's actually, I mean, a nominee for the next award for me for fighting. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can, yeah. that's a little segue. Yeah. To be fair, George, you're getting good at this now. I know, I'm getting professional. That is is on my list for fighting the year. Yeah, Two and zero in the year. Obviously, we talked about being Michael Chandler, getting um, the Dustin belt. Poirier. Obviously, two massive names. Huge names, yeah. So I mean, he is on that list, but the other two that I've got on there are Cyril Garn again, because he's three and zero this year. Yeah. And obviously, the other person is three and zero this year, which is Kamara Osman. Yeah. And he's probably the, the fucking caliber. He's gone through Burns, Masvidal, knocked him out, and Colby. Ridiculous. All that, jokes of fight of a fighter. Then it's what? one of them where it's like, yeah, we've mentioned Garn, and yeah, we've mentioned Oliveira, but there's only one real winner of this award, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be Yosman in it yeah. when we come when we, when we get down right. to the end of this conversation. Go. Let's see if we can find. We will talk about let's it. Talk, let's we'll come we'll back to Osman because yeah. I want to talk about. We've talked about Charles and we yeah. haven't talked about Cyril Garn already. He's three and in the year. Beat Jorginho, beat Volkov, beat Derek Lewis to win the interim yeah. belt. Finding Garnu for the belt. We talked about how we see his chances going, but. We've named him rising star. I'm I'm not sure I want to name him rising star and fighter of the year. Mm. Well, I don't. I don't think he's fighter of the year. So <laughs> that helps. The competition is not the same as Osman, is it? No, nah, it's not. It just isn't. In... If he'd got Garnu on the list, yeah. then yeah, probably give it in. But no, nah, not even then though. Not but even then. All, depends what he did to Ongarno. If he did get if he did get Ongarno on the list, that way he would be four and zero in the year, which probably would push his case above. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And he's beaten. He's not like he's beaten bums. No, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, well, yeah, obviously, uh, Usman's opponents: Gilbert Burns, joke, Masvidal, joke, he just Colby, stop. joke. Yeah. That man just doesn't stop. He just doesn't stop. So he's gets always better great. Every yeah. single time we see him as well, every single yeah. time he comes out into the Usman, like he just. Since he went to Whitman, he's just become a whole new animal. Just a beast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go from being like a a pressure wrestler who suffocates his opponent to I think he's got the best jab in the UFC today. It's accurate, it's crisp, it lands, it's powerful. Like and he and he doesn't he follows it up as well. Like he drops people and shocks yeah. them. Yeah, and it yeah he's got a very mean yeah. jab. He shocks up there people. with the best effort, mm-hmm. which in mind because it's just out of nowhere. Like obviously the problem is we're also looking at volume of fights as well. The fact that he's fought three times this year, he's three and zero. Like yeah, there's lots of people that have had good years. Max Max Holland's had two wins this yeah, year. Yeah, um, Dustin had two wins against Conor McGregor. And then Rose got two down. wins. Yeah, two wins against Wei Lee. Yeah. Um, Francis obviously won the belt this year against Stipe. Um, Brandon Moreno who. I think he was like for what three of his first five fights in the UFC was released, brought back in, goes on to become champion. Like what a story! Um, Glover Teixeira, forty-two years yeah. old. You know I mean, after everything he's been through to come through and become champion, like where he's only he? fought once though, hasn't he this year? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we mentioned Islam Makhachev performing three and He's also three. Fight here in the year. No, not for me. What about? 
Valentina Shevchenko. Because I think she she's gone to a whole new level this year. 2 and 0. Yeah. Against Lauren Murphy and. Um, who was it before that? Was it Coldwood before that? Um, Jessica Andrade before that. Oh, yeah, banged her as well. Yeah. Wrestled her. Everyone's like, oh, Andrade, all she can do is wrestle her. Wrestle the fuck out of Andrade. Um, who else? Any other suggestions for you guys? Um, obviously, Oliveira, we've mentioned. Oliveira's the second place for me. Yeah, big up for, for him. Underneath. Chandler and Poirier in the fashion that he did it Osmo. as well. Is that Taylor Luke? Two wins this year. He's just. He's, nah. he's, 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 yes, sir. You can say he's got, but he's not going to beat Usman to this reward. No. Nah, you can't. Nah, not, not Luke. No. Nothing for Valentina. Valentina, I can see the argument, but also I'd argue that Rose has had a better. 2021, mm. so she'd probably be above her in the female yeah. fighters. So that would eliminate Valentina, yeah. and then and then if you look at it like whatever, Rose got two in the year. Gone and Usman have got three, and the Bronx has got two, and they're against Chandler and, and Poirier. Yeah, the standard for Oliveira this year has been very high, and it's not really yeah, any definitely. easier in that division, is it? For Gaethje next, then he's got the likes of. Islam on the horizon, yeah, Darius on the horizon. Yeah, he's got a tough role, but if anyone can do it, I reckon it's him in that division. It's bad how they're talking about. He's just a guy that he's, he's just a guy that's been in the UFC for so long, and it's just suddenly suddenly become as good as he is. It just happens, doesn't it? Like that is the story of twenty twenty one, though, isn't it? It is. Like we talked about Moreno, we talked mm. about Glow, we talked about Charles. You know, Rose has, has had her setbacks. Yeah, Ngannou, well. Holloway, Poirier. All these, all these comebacks and people are doing like Moreno. It's crazy, man. Moreno's comebacks as well. From the fact that yeah. he's been released by the UFC to then come back and be champion, like yeah, that that's mad. But I think for that he sort of deserves to be sort of in the conversation. But a highlight of the year is he's um, only had one fight this year. So a highlight of the year for me, and it's not me suggesting she'd be fighter of the year, but just a highlight of the year is the uh, the Colby Covington. 180 that the audience has done a little bit in terms of yeah. like fan base like he was hated all the time I feel like um, quite early we could see as a, as a friendship group or maybe between us we could see through the, the acts quite yeah, easily yeah. a lot of people got quite triggered people, by it Colby but I feel like now people, uh, yeah. people, like, people understand, understand it's a character, character and they're giving it a bit more respect I think that also comes from the actions inside the octagon and the way that he's fought and like stuff like that yeah fight, but also yeah. just the way he fights it's just yeah. like he's just a dog in here that man like he can't you can hate him as much as you want but when you watch how much heart he's got in there and how good he is yeah it's hard to dislike him in it um so i mean he's had a great year really but i mean that's is that's the only fight really yeah i mean we're just trying really really hard aren't we to, to not fight it's any, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just sarah mcmahon rear naked sub and then I mean, amanda nunez rear naked one thing sub. i'll say about yeah. julia henry she cuts a mean promo man like watch her <laughs> promo watch her promo from after the sarah mcmahon fight where she calls she called out nunez she's saying that you know you've been ducking me for years oh yeah so you know, you're scared yeah. whatever and everyone at the time is like ha you know, Nunes is the goal, he's getting him anyway, but looking at it now, yeah. like, she called the shot, she got it, and then she beat the champ, man, like... And it banged her as well. I just, yeah, I think it's hard, like, obviously, Sarah McMahon before. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's hard to sort of... It's just that. not on us. No, it's not. It's just the level of competition for Kamara. Like I say, he knocked out Gilbert Burns, he knocked out Jorge Masvidal, and then he got the decision against Kobe, like... 
the level of competition, the fact that yeah, it's the top of the food chain that he's doing that fights, to. the volume of fights, three and zero, the fact that he's got better, the fact that we all agree that he's better now than he was at the start of the year, even though he was already champ at the start of the year. Like, I don't think there's any else we can give fight of the year to show. I think we could be sat here in a year's time giving him fight of the year for twenty twenty two as well. Yeah, he's probably just going to do it all again. Otherwise, what's he do? Clean that out and move up, fight Adesanya or Whitaker or something. I didn't yeah, fight Adesanya. Yeah, Adesanya yeah. So move down, nice. fight. How'd, how do you think he'd do against Khabib? Uh, really well. Yeah, very well. Because of the weight. I think Khabib yeah. always... The, always if you met a catch, way. though, so it's sort of fair. You look at the way Khabib would cut weight, he would sort of... was just a bigger man. Yeah, exactly. And Khabib mm. would like... I bet Khabib's stronger, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he said Usman like Usman's got to be a st- out strong. Yeah, though. yeah, but he's got mad strength. I mean, like, I'd love to see it. Wrestles like DC and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> got to have some mad strength. Of course, you do. Uh, but yeah, Usman's obviously a unit. So we're all in agreement then. So wrap up the very first octagon odds awards our final award the, the 2021 fight of the year is Kamara Usman yeah I think we can give it to Kamara Usman yeah well done Kamara again thank you for listening to this episode we know you are listening in every week Kamara so um, this is brilliant we'll give you your award when we see you next week yeah and yeah, yeah. I mean that's all 10 awards given out do we want to run through all the winners yeah yeah let's do it we'll start with um, we'll start with coach of the year Trevor Good year. Yeah, a right hand, um, right cross against Masvidal, knocks him out in round two. Uh, round of the year, couldn't really go anywhere else, could it? Um, Volkanovski will take it, round three. Mm. Round of the year, yeah, yeah, he's got it. 
They've got it. Um, and fight of the year in Spirit of Fairness went for Michael Chandler. Spirit of Fairness. What was well, this? What's as well? <laughs> that was just the official ruling. You know, we're nothing but fair. We're always fair. Michael Chandler against just Gaethje fight of the year, and then they finally 2021 fight of the year. Kamara Osman three zero of the year. Masvidal Covington yeah crazy crazy what a series it's been yeah it's been brilliant guys it's just getting better as well guys we we just we can't wait to tackle the new year and see what's going to happen because it just seems like it's going to go crazy yeah so it gets better and better every month actually yeah Yeah, every single year like the standard of cards just seems to get better like the thickness of them and like just getting bigger and bigger isn't it and more stars and more talent massive fights in 2020 like we mentioned Garden Garden on 23rd of Jan Adesanya Whitaker 2 15th of, uh, 13th of February yeah Woo. yeah Mahovic's against Rakic like he's it's like going to go off like already yeah. I can't wait to talk about every single one of them with you guys oh. on Octagon Odds in 2022 that's it it's a wrap it's, it's been, been a pleasure so uh, happy new year yeah, happy new year thank everyone. you very much for listening and yeah we've got some exciting things planned for the 2022 haven't we it's going to be oh yes all new and improved octagon odds so, yeah. onwards and upwards I hope you'll join us then and, and thanks for joining us now yeah nice one see, see the boys